Hello, I'm Michelle Long. Time for a daily market wrap this Wednesday, March 9, 2022. Asian markets took a breather on Wednesday even after Wall Street declined overnight and Chinese inflation edged higher. A relief from the sharp drops in recent days sparked by the Russia-Ukraine war that's triggered commodities like fuel to spike. House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Joey Salceda estimates the oil spike and mitigating measures will cost the country some 380 billion pesos, adding there must be burden sharing, a social compact right from the start, identifying what the government shoulders and what private companies and consumers can cover. Ukraine-Russia is a given. It's what you do up about it that essentially will shape the direction of the economy. But in general, I'm still bullish about 7%. But on inflation, it can go to 5.2%. And uh, ang iniingatan ko, masig may importante, na it should not uh, result in 1.3 million more poor people. That That is my, my ano, yun po. At essentially, yung mga disrupted, yung mga, yung mga poor people na yan, Yan po yung mga tricycle driver, fisher folks, and farmers na kailangan automatic po mabigyan po ng safety net para they will not, they will not just, you don't kick them off the cliff. Salceda estimates for every 10% increase in pump prices, an additional 100,000 more Filipinos become poor. Despite these challenges though, Manulife Investment Management's Marco Jubin still believes ASEAN presents a good recovery story. ASEAN is definitely... Um, going to be a, a, a good COVID recovery story. I think ASEAN for many years has been a bit of an underperformer uh, up until this year. So I think uh, a lot of those 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 com- those markets look attractive, um, and I think also to some extent Taiwan. Uh, I think some of the IT companies have been have been hit a bit too hard. Uh, they're looking reasonable value. Um, I think some of the supply chain concerns. Um, uh, are going to alleviate the Philippines where I'd say somewhat neutral. It's probably not our preferred ASEAN market. Um, but um, yes, you're right. It is an, a net oil importer. Um, but I think the risk to inflation is somewhat mitigated by the fact that there's a lot of spare capacity in, in Philippines. Um, and um, But I think some of these COVID recovery plays have, have done have sort of been priced in. You can see the Philippine market's actually held up pretty well, I'd say, over the last uh, month. For the day, the PSE index climbed the fifth of 1% to close at 69.89. In corporate stories, Metro Pacific Investments posted a 14% growth in 2021 full-year profit to around 12 billion pesos, largely driven by improved traffic on its toll roads and higher volume of electricity sold by Medalco as the country's restrictions eased, plus savings brought by lower corporate tax rates under the CREATE law. Consolidated reported net income attributable to parent more than double to 10 billion, following gains recognized from the sale of Global Business Power and Don Wang Tollways. Breaking down the performance of its units, Power saw a 13% growth, driven by a 13% growth in sales volume to industrial clients, while commercial and residential sales were steady, up just 3%, while its toll business saw a 45% jump thanks to reduced mobility restrictions and continued vaccination. Manila, meanwhile, saw flat earnings. As for the light rail business, it posted a net loss of over half a billion pesos due to physical distancing protocols and overall weak demand. And Megaworld reports a 36% increase in 2021 full-year earnings to 13.4 billion pesos as all units except for its malls saw growth. Real estate sales up 25% to 31.1 billion as construction activities picked up and reservation sales soared to 80 billion. 
while office occupancy rate for the year stayed at 90%, higher than industry average of 81 to 84%. Still in the earnings stream, AC Energy posts a 22% jump in 2021 profit to 5.3 billion pesos as revenue also grew 27%. Its attributable output up 21% to 4,633 gigawatt per hour. The energy arm of the Ayala Group cites the strong growth in generation output resulting from the 700 megawatts in new operating capacity, helping it meet strong demand for power as the region reopened. For this year, ASEN plans to invest 55.5 billion pesos, that's up 68%, to fund its renewables portfolio, which includes the construction of the 521-megawatt New England Solar Farm in Australia and the 420-megawatt Masaya Solar Farm in India. In all, ASEN has a 3,800 megawatts of attributable capacity, both here and abroad, 87% of which is renewable, putting it on track to hit its 5,000-megawatt target earlier than 2025. Meanwhile, Robinson's land grew profit last year 62% to 8.5 billion, inching closer to pre-pandemic levels as it realized almost 11 billion in sales from its China business. Its small business started to pick up with revenue growing 24% in the fourth quarter as restrictions eased and there was more customer activity during the holiday season. The group launched its 53rd mall in La Union last year. Its hotels and resorts unit 2 saw quarter-on-quarter improvement helped by the reopening of Dusit Thani Maktan Cebu in November. Meanwhile, Robinson's offices sustained top-line results with a 9% increase to $6.5 billion, where Robinson's logistics and industrial facilities saw revenues jump 50% to 354 million pesos. In other news, Far Eastern University signs a Memorandum of Understanding with the Good Samaritan Colleges expressing its intent to invest up to 70 million pesos in the private education system based in Cabanatuan City. This is equivalent to 34% of GSC's total outstanding capital stock. Meanwhile, Shakey's Pizza opens its first store in Singapore, located along the retail center Orchard Road. The branch is expected to cater to both locals and OFWs. The branch is under a seven-year franchising agreement between Shakey's and a Singaporean food court operator, Brenrich. To date, Shakey's has five international stores. The other four are located in the United Arab Emirates. And finally, Injap CS Marymart is buying a majority stake in Zamboanga's biggest pharmacy chain, Cecil's Pharmacy. Marymart will buy a 25% stake from shareholders and infuse additional 282 million pesos in exchange for primary shares that will bring its total ownership to 53.1%. Cecil's Pharmacy has been operating since 1964 and has 21 branches and a 300-strong workforce. And that is it for today's Market Edge. Don't forget to hit the follow button for the latest market action in the Philippines.